You ready? Yeah. Cool. Hello and welcome to the second of our Halloween specials. <laughs> My name is Bex. I am the most ferocious, terrifying, horrific movie grouch you've ever seen or heard that you've ever heard because you can't see me. It's probably a good thing. I can. Uh, am I horrifying? No. Oh. Oh, well, that goes, there goes that then. Yeah. Get into the spirit of it. Yeah, no, you're scary. You're really scary. Sorry. Ah! Thanks. And who are you? I'm fanboy. Yeah. Am I scary? Always. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I would say not scary. Camp. <laughs> camp yeah, camp. more than scary. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. A bit tired. Yeah. We had a late night last night, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. Because um, we went to the cinema and we saw we for the first the time on the big screen. Not the first time we've seen it, but we went to watch... Um... I've seen it before on the big screen. Have you? Yeah. I saw it when it was re-released in like 90... Eight, Holy I mackerel. Say. I've only ever seen it on the television, but we went to watch um, The Exorcist. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? Brilliant film. Brilliant on screen, on a big screen. It was so good to hear the um, Reagan's possessed body doing the bit that I've always found the most freak about the film is just the breathing that you can hear as you're coming as um, he's coming up the stairs. Do you know, right, so... Like, just freaky, freak, because it's so loud. You shouldn't be here with a, a demon or otherwise hearing from the landing hall so there were a couple of issues with the screening last night dickheads in the cinema being the biggest one. Oh god so we got in there like it was quarter to nine halloween weekend so normally if we go to the pictures we normally go quite late because you don't get twats which is quite nice yeah but we were the only people in our row and then these late people came in and sat down and they were a little bit squiffy which is fine no problem yeah i got no problem with a few beers before cinema i quite like it now and again myself but they kept shouting out shit during yeah. the film. Now, at one point they got refused beer, which was quite funny. Yeah. We don't think they'd seen the film because the things that they were shouting out were inappropriate. Yeah, definitely. We like, won't say what they were, but they were definitely even, inappropriate. Even for the exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bearing in mind. <laughs> Bearing in mind film, like the crucifix scene yeah. is pretty hardcore. Yeah. It was inappropriate. Yeah, definitely. And I think one of them went to the loo and came back and his mate was like, what have I missed? And he was like, nothing's really happened yet. It's been an hour and like nothing's happened. So I think that they were expecting... Something else. And what was hilarious was they were literally, there were some girls behind them that were laughing. So we were getting really wound up to yeah. the point of like, do we say something? Do yeah. we not? It, it, and there's always that bit that goes through your head. We were talking about it after where we were like, anything could have happened it really could have kicked off yeah. and we didn't know whether that was the right thing to do we didn't know whether other people in the pictures just would have been like oh they're just being they're just young having a laugh it's fine yeah. or whether they would have been like yeah shut the fuck up we've paid a tenner to come and see this yeah the hilarious thing was that even though they were both playing barry big spuds the cinema man <laughs> came in and told him to shut up because yeah. i think somebody complained didn't hear a squeak, squeak out, out of them, them after the, yeah but yeah. great film it's really aged well what was really interesting about what you were saying about Reagan's breathing sort of towards oh, the end. Oh, yeah. Like, I Oh, I've just got chills now. Like, just probably got goosebumps then thinking about it. I thought it was somebody drinking oh, through really? their 
like drinking their like cinema drink and kind of getting to the bottom of the cup uh, and being all like really no it's her when you were like oh my god i was like it's just somebody's drink what's the matter and then i was like oh no it's not it's not such a great film such a great film anyway that's enough so last year we were too late to the party for a halloween special episode really so we did some social media posts about our favorite horror films and on the last day we picked uh two films by the same director Mm. and we have watched these films again uh and now we're gonna have a little chat about them Mm. so we're gonna have an ari aster off ari aster off ari Ari. i don't know you say ari and i'm like it sounds like it's harry but you've just dropped the h ari Ari aster off ari aster Ari. Is it Ari? Ari Aster? Ari. Oh, no. Ari Aster. So we are, we're having an Ari Asteroff. Ari Asteroff, which sounds like one name. It does sound like one name. Brilliant. We watched, my pick was Hereditary, your pick was... Midsummer. Yeah, we're going to have a little chat about yeah. them. We're going to just order in we watched it. So we watched Hereditary first. Yep. So... Oh, I love that film. Go on then. Why? Like, you're not wrong, but why? It's so fucking creepy yep it is definitely creepy i think it's split into two bits it's very much up to the bit where charlie dies yeah uh, and then the resulting fallout after yeah but yeah i remember the first time i watched this i think partly why i'm so fond of it is that reaction when i first watched it i was petrified at the end absolutely petrified yeah okay just purely had never seen anything it was it, the, the thing that it reminded me of was the ring yeah when you're watching yeah, yeah. the ring at the end and you're yeah. like oh you're fine yeah. she's not gonna crawl out the telly and then you're like holy shit she's crawling out the yeah. telly i'm not safe from anything yeah um it was very much that kind of feeling so yeah when tony collette's character the mum annie is silently <laughs> on it's the like ceiling she's swimming <laughs> through like, the air oh my word it is creepy it, and the, what makes that even scarier is it's silent. <laughs> There's no noise. No. Just no noise. And yeah. you know that he's woken up. What's the boy called? I can't remember. Hang Peter. On. Peter. Peter's woken up and he's got like his nose is all fucked up. Yeah. And he's really dozy and, and really almost like concussed. And he's just, you know, that feeling of foggy, swimmy headedness. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, how the hell would you get your shit together after yeah. that? And the good thing is, 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 yeah, it just lays, it, it builds the tension perfectly yeah, so throughout. In, so in my notes, I, what I like, again, what I really like is hit the, it, none of this film is rushed. No. It builds so slowly. Yeah. And I think what I really like about it is, it, like, it's a, it feels, it feels like a very honest handling of people mourning mm-hmm. when they lose someone they love. Yeah. It was really, really well played. You've got one person, the mum, that's falling apart almost. And yeah. the dad trying to hold the rest of the family together. Yeah. I think brilliant performances from Gabriel Byrne and Tony Collette. Yeah. Uh, respectively, just both sensational. And I just think, like you said, yeah, it is two acts. Because it does feel like there's that point in, up to Charlie dying. Mm-hmm. And then it's just this downward spiral from there for the family. Yeah, it plays on so many different sort of tropes. Like you've got the like the doll's house and the miniature models oh, that she God. she's making. So clever. And when she was talking to her husband, or when she's talking about Charlie and like saying how her mum wanted 
wanted to like breastfeed her and all the rest of it and then there's the model of the mum with her boob out by like the door kind of like waiting to nurse her I was just like oh I, I found that really sinister and I know it's I know it's not a sinister thing it's just milk but that yeah, was weird but yeah like you say they're not they're not rushing anything or the camera pans are really slow and yeah. it just felt like everything was creeping up yeah. on you and you had you just couldn't look away yeah. and it was yeah fantastic yeah. the film sounds realistic so what i mean is there's no they, they live in a big old house yeah effectively it starts off as the four of them yeah it's shot as if like they do live in a big house the sounds of a big house there's nothing yeah there's no extra sound added, it feels like. It feels very natural. And I think that is really adds to the impact of this and it's, film. It's quite an empty house as yeah, well. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot in there. No. So it, 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 your focus is completely on them. Yeah. And there's a really, like, when you're talking about the grief, I've got a note here that I made. What was present on this watch was the contrast between the female grief and the male grief. Yeah, massively. So, like, the yeah. female grief is really visible and really present yeah. and really, like, you, you can see that she's struggling. Yeah. And the dad is very stoic and just sort of trying to keep things ticking over yeah, and absolutely. just sort of get everybody through it as best they can. It was just great. Re- it's a fucking great film. What I also really like about it is, like, I don't know what it... I guess it's a filter on the camera i think there's a definite change but i'd say in the first 30 35 minutes of film it's almost of the color is muted right and i really picked up on it it's sort of like almost like it's everything is shot as if it's like a gray day yeah and i just thought that was really clever i don't know i don't know how it's done yeah i just thought it's brilliant and it, it changes as the film progresses because it does become a bit more naturalistic in the color mm to fit sort of the darkness of what's going on and how the yeah. film progresses but I thought it's brilliant so what is it about this film where is this in your all time favourite horrors and what is it about this film that is stuck with you that you high, hold it in such a high regard I don't think I could watch it a lot yeah but I think top five I, th- I think it's in my top five horrors okay cool and I think it is just purely because I think with horror you you get certain films that almost help define or push the genre forward and this for me feels like one of those films right okay um and then you you kind of have different levels so you get like then like the the general sort of fodder that you might go and see on a date that's scary maybe like the annabelles and the conjuring yeah. and the and the gallo or the yeah the gallows you yeah. know that sort of stuff and then you get things like the blair witch you get you get films like them yeah. which is the French one that we yeah. watched about the home invasion, yeah. which is oh, fucking terrifying. You know, all these sorts of things that just take the genre or take the bog standard scares and just give it a little spin or a flip yeah. or a twist. I think the slow camera pans, I really love the fact that it, it, it's that sense of an ease. You feel their sense of, of grief and of loss and you know that things are a bit iffy with the the relationship between Annie and her mum. You know, you've then got the addition of Joan, who is somebody who she's, you know, she's trying to help Annie out. She meets her at a grief forum, a grief support group. Yeah. So, you know, you get that real tangible sense that Annie is struggling and you know, when she talks about the relationship with her mum at the grief 
of the grief support group, you realise how complex that relationship was. Yeah. And then you've got this Joan who kind of just appears and is saying yeah. all the right things and is helping and, and, you know, seems to give Annie some respite from the from what she's feeling. Mm. And it's all convoluted just to get this payment demon yeah. into the family, which is what the the grandmother wanted all along. Yeah. What was the grandmother called? I want to say Lily. Um, I don't know, because I guess she's not really a character, is she? She's not, like, is she? In the sense of... But she's like know. the grand witch, yeah. isn't she? Like grand great witch. Grand great witch. Um, I also really like... I think this is something that we'll touch on with Midsummer. But I really like kind of the pagany naturalistic elements yeah. that come in at the end when okay. Payman appears and, you know, the fact that everybody's... I don't I mean, I didn't like the fact that everybody's naked, but I, I did also like that because yeah. I think, you know, you, particularly when we talk about like, devil worship in, in sort of old school terms, yeah. a lot of the depictions and a lot of things, you know, show kind of like witches dancing naked on the sabbath and yeah. all the rest of it and i kind of like that element it feels very like it's almost rooted in history i think some of the bits that really creeped me out were when the unexplained like there were just people waving and watching and like i think charlie's in the playground and she's just cut the head off the pigeon yeah. and there's somebody like waving to her and i yeah. thought i thought it was a grandma i can't quite remember now i think it might be her grandma or somebody sort of waving and I didn't know whether that was like the demon sort of wanting to to get to the that family yeah what really creeps me out as well is when people are moving or behaving in a way that's really unexpected yeah so the silentness at the end and the fact that I think we've all sort of been very used to these sort of jerky movements when people are possessed or, or yeah. taken over by demons and spirits and stuff and people are sort of um jerking and moving about yeah. and there's almost like a softness like a fluidity yeah. to her possession yeah, yeah. which is really at odds with everything we've ever what seen we've before been told. Yeah, massively and she's just sort of hanging on the on the ceiling really limp yeah but actually there's a lot of threat and malice oh there. it's terrifying because it, she's in a white gown as mm. well yeah. So, and it's like really it's just so impactful yeah isn't it as an image yeah. so that's yeah i'm still i'm still a goner on this that's good that's all right that's, that's good you're not again you're not wrong i and I, I love this film too i think yeah. it is exceptional the other thing that i noticed as well is like um she talks about when she is at the grief support group she talks about like the males in the family how um, I think her dad starved himself and his brother was accused of, of putting people inside him or accused people of, of putting people inside him and he committed suicide to yeah. avoid. So there's obviously that sort of, that relationship with the grandmother yeah. trying to engineer situations maybe of trying to yeah. get payment in, in yeah. wherever she can. Yeah, definitely. Tricky, 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 little, old, one. tricky little witch. Tricky one. Yeah. yeah, I thought I just thought it was great, and obviously you've got Charlie's demise, and yeah, it, there's almost like a Tarantino esque kind of element to but also, to his filmmaking. You know, when um, in Kill Bill, when she blinks and everything goes into yeah. color, and then yeah. it goes into yeah, the cut black and white again. Incredible. Yeah, and, you know I that. Love, yeah, noise is oh, really yeah, yeah. Um, used to really good effect. Alex Wolf that plays Peter. Mm. As much as Tony Clark and Gabriel Byrne were good, he was brilliant as mm. 
a regular teenage kid smoking weed all the time with yeah. his mates all this stuff didn't have a super great relationship with his sister because you know of the age difference and stuff but his his journey mm. into despair to being yeah. possessed i thought he was brilliant yeah absolutely brilliant i think you just feel for charlie because yeah She's definitely like misunderstood. Like that bit at the party oh. Oh, it was horrible because we've all. I think if you're an older sibling, you've all had a bit where, you, like, your younger sister, say, a jumped sister. My sister will know that I'm talking about her here. But your younger sibling is just being really annoying, yeah. and they just want to follow you everywhere, yeah. and you're just like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. That I and you can understand how Peter feels in that that scene. Yeah. And obviously ends up with horrific. Yeah. horrific consequences. consequences and it was all a plan from payment yeah yeah it's very clever it's a very clever movie is it all a plan from payment oh yeah okay uh how? don't tell me you've missed like how do you know that i missed that right so clearly so don't how, say clearly because i didn't get it so i'm a sheep well i'm gonna say this but at that point payment's plan is unfolding so the reason mum was adamant that charlie went with peter it's because P- Payman planned on Peter crashing the car, Charlie eating the cake, the goat appearing in the road that makes Peter crash the car to knock off Charlie's head. So it's all, that's where it all starts to unfold. Okay, so I Have you missed a big theme of this film? Possibly. I think you might have done. So I kind of always thought that like the first bit of the film up to Charlie dying was just about like death and grief. And then Payman no, kind of comes no. in after that. I think Payman was already there. In who? In the mum, I think. Oh, in the grandmother? Yeah. In the Whoa. grandmother from the mum. Fuck. I totally missed that. Yeah, because that's what the big reveal is as well, that like it was all a plan. Hey, I could be wrong. I could be I mis- thought I like could grandma mis- was in league with Payman yeah. and wanted yeah, him but in. Like the but way I didn't realise that she was carrying him. I don't know if she was carrying him, but like... I'm assuming she was, and then it passed into the mum, and then the uh, mum. Okay. And then he, in the background, he was enacting all this stuff, making it happen. Because that goat, was it a goat that appears in the car that makes Peter crack in the road oh, and I makes don't Peter know. fear? Deer? I'm sure it is. It's a goat or a deer. I can't remember now. But that's not, you know, that was. That was a flashing. That wasn't a. That wasn't an actual animal in the road. That was a. Uh, boop, scared, drive the car off. Oh, uh, okay smash charlie into the into the lamppost and kill her like i think that was that is very much part of that would make more sense yeah yeah fucking hell yeah i love this film so much can you tell (laughs) right anyway let's move on from my stupidity okay Okay. what is it with midsummer i've never seen a i've never seen a horror film like no that's not true i it's very rarely that you see a film that a couple of months later you go fucking out film's crazy or that film's really good, or yeah. whatever. And like, I just remember, I, 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 I liked it at the time, but it, it took me ages to really love this film. And it's just sat with me, and it still sits with me now. It's just a slow, creepy burner. It's a film that's in reverse. And what I mean by that, it starts off really dark, like really dark, and mm-hmm. ends with a summer celebration. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So it starts with this... Tonally. Uh, yeah. And also... Visually. Visually, yeah. So it starts with some really... I Really, really brutal suicide slash mm. murder. Yeah. That was, I find truly horrific. 
and then as the film progresses and they go to Sweden and they go to this cult pagan place in Sweden like mm. the, the film is constantly in sunlight yeah even when the film is joyous and happy things are happening there's this creepy undertone to everything yeah Florence Pugh is fucking outstanding in this film I think she is top top actor mm. and it's just got this consistent tone of unrest throughout yeah. the whole film that is just so unsettling in the in the in in situations that normally would not be unsettling i think to find that in a film that is a, a summer celebration at its heart mm. is very clever very clever filmmaking yeah so i'm frowning yeah you are like you're pissed off no 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 no, no. Oh, i'm not pissed off this is this is what i wrote on midsummer okay Artwork to begin with, ace. Synergy between screaming, wailing, mirrors, in inverted commas, dressing up, pageantry, like theatre. Mm-hmm. Close inverted commas. That is all I got. And I fell asleep the first time we watched it in the pictures. That was the one that we saw in the pictures. I fell asleep, woke up confused. I watched the whole thing and I'm still confused. Okay. Again, it's a well-made film and, and they're... I think having watched Hereditary and then gone to Midsummer, there are a lot of like those slow panning shots and mm. the the way that he cuts stuff and he can really put a film together. I just don't know what the fuck I was watching. I think that's part of the film. See, this is why this film is so scary, even though it's like not a traditional horror. Because this could happen. This isn't fantasy, monster, zombie, alien invasion based, any of that stuff that, you know, it's not fantasy it's none of this stuff this this could be a real cult somewhere no in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. doing this where they attract people through an outreach program Mm -hmm. bring them in and kill them all do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. that that is terrifying because it's this could be real this is it's like it's wicker man-esque this could be a real thing that happens back when i was subscribing to 14 times they covered they had an article on like a cult uh, not a cult, like a community in Sweden mm-hmm. or in one of the Scandi countries that dress up in white and do like a ceremony thing and like some really beautiful nature. Oh, my <laughs> and word. I was like, ooh. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like you just, it, that's, it, it's just when it's set in reality, it's pretty, I just find it terrifying. I think it's really unsettling it's a it's a possibility and like all of the stuff comes from the earth so all the drugs they give them to creep people out it's all like natural plant-based stuff like none of it is none of it is unbelievable yeah do you know what i mean it's yeah i just think it's so clever it's just so clever it's like every element of this film not that hereditary isn't but everything has been thought about from every detail i feel there's quite a female element yeah. to this film yeah, that I didn't pick up on the first time and yeah. I really like and it fe- feels very much like they look after Danny when you think about the boys and all their I'm going to do my thesis on this but I'm doing my thesis on this all this sort of dick swinging and yeah. oh well actually uh, you know I want to break up with her but oh I can't you know like the old ball and chain kind of thing oh, she's having a crisis because the parents have killed 
you know themselves and her sister's done it done it as well and all the rest of it it feels very much like danny is quite set is safe when she gets to sweden even though she's protected the boys aren't Mm. and particularly as the film goes on there is a feeling that danny's you know they're, they're like the girls are kind of saying to her oh we're doing this or we're making this in the kitchen come and yeah. come and join in and danny's her her reaction to what's happening is very natural mm. and accepting and she'll ask questions and it's almost quite respectful because she's sort of saying oh do we do it like this and is this right and yeah. oh okay what do i do and i, I do this now like you you yeah. know it it's like her like it's like she almost like she wants to get things right. She embraces it. Yeah, she yeah. does, but in a way that is, in a way that the boys don't do. Yeah. The boys, it feels very much like they're just sort of watching from the outline, trying studying to do their work, it like it's like it's a thing. To like be. it's a fascinating yeah. thing that they can just pick up and put down. Whereas yeah. Danny's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, in, I'll just yeah, do this, and definitely. and that almost that loyalty is kind of repaid at the end because she gets they you know effectively get rid of all the idiots that are making her miserable and then she's left covered in flowers smiling i know that's what i mean i just think you know to set a film that's predominantly in daylight and creep people out it's it's a midsummer celebration which is done the world over yeah in various communities I just think, I just think it's brilliant. I think I honestly think it's properly like it's not. There's no scares in this film as such, but it's so unnerving. And the, like, well, I tell you what is crazy is like when you say like you know when the two people that reached into their life commit suicide. Yeah. You see that scene and you think, you think he's done with it, right? You think, oh, it's over. He's done with it. Like as in what? How close he's going to get to the gore, right? Right. And then every time it pans back, it's a bit closer. It's a bit closer. Oh, and I just think it's, yeah. I just think that's so impactful. Okay. Because kind of, he, he kind of goes, oh, that's all you need to see. And then he's like, pans oh, away, right, conversation, pan back, and it's closer, pan away. And then you just see, I, I just, oh, fucking brilliant. Absolutely mm. brilliant. You, it, it's like he's giving you just a little bit more just to unsettle you every time it's so difficult because i just it's not it's so it's really hard to describe why i like this film so much because it is messed up and you're like you are right what the fuck is this film yeah there is an element of that and i think that's why i like it so much because i'm like i don't understand i think every time there's something new there's a lot of nuance to it that maybe takes a long time to figure out yeah possibly i mean i've definitely been thinking about it just like what yeah what it's so clever that bit where they that like the two people have reached kind of the end of their yeah. life and they're happy to give themselves up and all the rest of it, it just reminds me of logan's run <laughs> when everybody gets to 30 and they have to go and renew yeah. but they just get killed yeah uh, i love that yeah i just so good. wanted to start shouting renew 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 cool so your favorite of the two then is midsummer, midsummer. but i do love hereditary i think it is a f- fantastic horror movie i really do like I, I think he's a very talented filmmaker yeah apparently next he's doing a film about an entrepreneur yeah so i don't know if it's going to be a horror or not and it's i believe one of the leads is amy ryan why do i know that name you'll know who it is i need to think of an appropriate clue well i get it quick is it an office related clue oh <gasps> 
Ja. Holly! Ja. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah, it's her and Joaquin Phoenix uh, to the leads. And it's about uh, like a famous entrepreneur. I'm assuming it's not a horror, but I can't wait to see what he does with that. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I would happily watch him make horror forever. But then I'm assuming yeah. he doesn't want to become a typecast director. I think he's probably got other other things that he wants to do but if he was just a direct horror i'd be thoroughly yeah okay with that i think he's he's a wonderful filmmaker so far from what i've seen yeah what i like about his films is that nothing's overcooked no yeah so he's devised these new ways of like making you jump out of your skin and lose your shit but it's done very sparingly yeah, yeah, yeah. which makes it all the more scary yeah yeah and it, yeah. it's the reward isn't it it's so good yeah yeah definitely so good definitely do you have anything else to say no thanks for doing this it was really good to rewatch them um yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed them both i think i obviously need to watch hereditary again because i've i've missed you've missed a half a ton of, of stuff yeah. that's going on yeah. in the background that's been our halloween special Part two is done. We'll see you next week with some Dead Man's Shoes. Dead Man's Shoes. Sounds yep. like a pirate film. Dead Man's Chest, I think you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not thinking. I said it sounds like a pirate film. I'm not saying Dead it Man's is. Boots. Anyway, thanks. Sorry, I have to shit all over that. From me and... Me? Uh, yeah, we'll wish you a very happy Halloween. Yeah, have a good one. Have fun, whatever you're doing. Oh, and if you're going to the Parapod screening of the Birmingham at the Birmingham Mac, enjoy. Um, yeah, make the most of the of the spooky season freaks and geeks. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. Bye. Bye. <laughs>